Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the People's Podcast, where we help equip the body Christ for all generations. My name is DJ, and I'm here with Cody Martinez. What's up, yo? And Joshua Alejandro. What's going on, everyone? We are now on episode three. Episode three, man. Episode tres. Um, we are super excited to to uh, get this thing done, to get this thing recorded for you guys. Um, we love y'all. Thank you for those who have been listening. We uh, we thank you for the, all the support. Um, how's everyone's week been? I think this week was pretty fast. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty good. Yeah, man, pretty good. Just fast, like you said. <laughs> it's like it just breezed on by before you knew it. Like, oh, we're almost into the month of October. Sheesh. And someone's birthday is coming up. October first. Oh, I wonder who. We wonder who our one of our hosts, Cody Martinez, will be turning the big two zero. Two zero. Wow. On October 1st. But before I turn twenty, someone two decades. I have two. <laughs> but before that, one of our other hosts turned twenty four. The big two four. I wonder DJ. who DJ <laughs> David turned twenty four years old and we're so grateful for him and for his life and for helping us here at the People's Podcast. <laughs> well I love every single one of you guys. Um blessed to do this thing with y'all. Um, but today, we're going to go right into today's topic. Uh, the topic for today, uh, we felt pressed in our hearts to really uh, talk about this topic because we believe that it's um, a topic that is not really talked about a lot. And we believe that the in Christian, like the average Christian really don't know a lot about uh, this particular topic. So today, what we wanted to talk about was who is the Holy Ghost? Yeah, so I, I believe the Holy Ghost is God, according to the Word of God. Um, it says in 2 Corinthians 3.17, it says, <laughs> give me one second, I had it right here. Oh my gosh, I lost it. But it says, He is Lord. And it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord, there is liberty. Mm. So it mentions that the Holy Ghost is Lord, so He is just as divine as the Father and just as divine as the Son. Right, like... Mm. The three, the, the mm -hmm. Trinity, the triune, triune God. I know I got corrected on that last week. Um, it was it's not pronounced truin. It's pronounced triune, triune God. But I yeah. like how you said, like what you said, like that He's just as mm -hmm. like as much of God as they are because yeah. He tends to get thrown like in the back. Like mm -hmm. oh, He's not He's not really anything. He's like oh, that, yeah, the Holy Ghost, and He's kind of like the shunned one. You get me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would also also say that the Holy Spirit, and I don't think a lot of people actually know this, the Holy Spirit is also a gentleman. Yeah, he's someone that is not going to press himself upon you. He, he like he's going to he's going to make himself known to you, but he's not going to force himself on you. Like Revelation chapter three verse twenty says, "Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends." Like he wants to do life with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he he's knocking on your door and it's up to you whether or not do you want to do life with them or do you just want like how Josh said, you want to push him on the back burner. You want to just push him aside and think, Oh, he's he's nothing but he's not really nothing to us. Like, no, mm -hmm. like he is someone who wants to break bread with us. Yeah. Right. You know? And like like you said, like he is someone that wants to break bread with us. He's a person. Mm -hmm. In John chapter sixteen, verse thirteen. He says, Jesus says, when the spirit of the truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. 
For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you things that are to come. Mm. Like, he is a person, I feel like, in a lot of Christians' lives, he's very mysticized. Like, right. oh, like, he's, he's a wind. He's mm-hmm. just, like, he just, he's the feeling I get. He's the goosebumps. Like the goose, yeah. Right? Yeah. He's just, like, all these, like, manifestations. He's just... You know, the good things that happen in life. Like, no, the Holy Ghost is a person. Right. Notice how Jesus didn't say when it comes or when power comes or when fire comes. He said when he comes, he will guide you into all truth. Right. And, and like, I think that's one thing that people kind of, like, misconstrued is, like, how you said it, Josh. Like, they, they kind of mysticize his, his person. Mm-hmm. They mysticize his being, like, though, yes, in the Bible, he is ta- described as the oil, as the dove, mm-hmm. you know, as yeah. the wind. But... He is more than that. Like how you guys said, he is he's a person. He's a being. Like he he has feelings too. He has emotions. Like even the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Meaning he yeah. has feelings. You know? Um, what makes someone or what makes something a person is three things. Emotion, intellect, and I believe it was give me a second. <laughs> I have it right here. Um, dang, forgot. No, well, well, it's it's intellect, um, emotion, and one more thing. I I can't. It's at the tip of my tongue. I don't know. But with <laughs> with these three things, it what makes a person. So, one, the Holy Spirit displays emotion. Two, he displays intellect. Like the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals um, newer things. I mean, even the Bible says that he is also our our teacher. You know, John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom yeah. the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you the temperaments all that I said to you. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, he's going to teach you newer things. Mm-hmm. He has the intellect. He Like, you cannot discover the mysteries of God without the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, yeah. he's going to lead you to all truth. He He wants to show you greater things. Even if you don't know what to do, or, or what something is, ask him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to ask him for, for an answer for, uh, for a question that you have. Like, I know there's been times where, like, I asked him a couple things, like, like God, like, why, why am I currently going through this? Or, or why do I feel like my focus is not, you know, um, on the right thing? And then he, was, he would tell me, like, well, what my issue is. Yeah. You know, he's a teacher. Like, yes, he would teach your newer things, but he also correct you. Right. He would correct you when you're wrong, you know? And I like how you said that he's the helper. In John chapter 14, verse 16, it's Jesus says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. And like you said, like he's he's our helper. And I believe uh, my professor from Ohio had said, he mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is a paraclete, mm-hmm. which means he's the yeah. one that comes alongside you. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it's kind of like a thing. And I know I used to do it too, like, Obviously, like, there was, like, a lot of growing up in God that we all had to do. Yeah. And I know I did this, too, where I was kind of like, oh, well, if I get the Holy Ghost, basically, like, I'll just sit in the passenger seat and he drives. Right. You know, like, I don't have to do anything else except just keep living, Mm. (laughs) you know? But that's not true. If the Holy Ghost is a paraclete and he comes alongside me to live life with me, then there's, it takes into note that there's a lot of things I have to do. Mm -hmm. You get me? Like, I can't just, like, oh, Lord, like... I want to see people healed, but I don't ever go pray for people who are hurting mm. or sick. Yeah. Right? You know, or Lord, I want to see demons cast out, but I don't ever go and try to do deliverance or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So, of course, like, he, the Holy Ghost is not going to live life for you, but he lives life with you. Right. Yeah. And, and I love exactly. how you said that because, like, even the Bible says that he's also even our comforter. Like, even in those hard moments. And, and I mean, I know there's been moments where, like, all of us have been through it. Mm-hmm. Where we just feel like, God, like, I can't, I can't get up in the morning. Like, I have so much on my plate. I have so much on my mind. I have so much on my heart. Like, there's no reason for me to even get up to go to work or go to church because, like, you just feel so defeated. You know, then there's moments where you just feel alone. But the Bible says that he is our comforter. You know, John 14, chapter 17 through 18. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and it doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Meaning like he's he is with you. He's in the inside of you. And he's always around you. The Bible even says that he will never leave you or forsake you. Even in your darkest of moments, he's someone that you can lean on, someone that you can rely on. Like even the Bible says he's near to the brokenhearted and saves the contrite of spirit. If Mm -hmm. you rely on him, he will comfort you in those most deepest and darkest moments of your life. And honestly, like one of the things that I found, like just by like living life is that the Holy Ghost is my best friend. Yeah. Like so many times, like not that people haven't been there for me and not that things... Like, not that they're not willing to listen or anything like that, but he's been there in those times too. But, like, more in the times when I, I can't make sense of what I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the the grief or or the stress, just everything is so deep. It's so much to say that I can't even put it into words. Mm-hmm. Literally, all I can do is just say, my God. Yeah. Just please help me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's it's amazing to just see God come into my aid and be like, hey, I'm here. Like, I know you're going through this. I said you'd have tribulations, but mm-hmm. I'm here. I would never leave you or forsake you. I'm always going to be here. Like, he sticks around and he understands everything that's going on in my heart at that moment, whether I be angry or so sad or so caught up in whatever it is that I can't even see him. He's still there. Like, hey, I got you. I understand what you're feeling. Right. I, I see the end of this and I'm going to help you get there. Mm. Yeah, I love how you say that. And... um He's also our great intercessor for our lives. Right. And how you said that, how he, how, you know, sometimes you just, you don't know what to say. And in Romans 8, um, 26 to 27, this is in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness, you know, and when, in like how you were saying in those moments of, of, of weakness or where we don't know what to do or we're going through something, he's there. And it continues to say, we don't know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans and he who also searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Right. And like, and like even in moments where like you're in prayer, like I have had moments where I would ask God, like God, like just do it. Like help me pray. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. And there's moments where I would just feel this inclination of like, just be still, like don't say anything. Yeah. Right. You know, like sometimes the best prayer is silence and he would just leave me just to stay Mm -hmm. still. Or there's moments where, like, I have, I, I don't know what to pray. Like, I have, like, everything that I've been praying has just been repetitive and, and things that just been going through the motion. Yeah. And I'll ask the Holy Spirit, like, Holy Spirit, like, help me pray. Because I want to get down to the root of it. Like, I know there's issues in my life, but I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be just praying out of repetition or just giving you the same issue. Like, Lord, help me get to the root of it. And after I'll wait, before I know it, I'll start saying things that I didn't even think that were in me. I'll start saying things that, like, like I would, I would start saying things like, "Oh God, like why me?" or 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 just just different things like getting to the heart issue. 
And that's mm-hmm. what I love. Like he's like how you said it, Cody, like he is our great intercessor. He's the one that gets to the heart of the issue, mm-hmm. not the the surface level stuff of the issue, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, like oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> like, there was like a preacher I was saying, like, you can fool everyone, but you can't fool God. Yeah. Right. And I love that because it's like, bro, you can put on like the biggest show. Like you can have the best words to say. You can cry the loudest, you can give the most, you can be the nicest, but God sees right through all of it. Right. Sees past a hundred of thousands of masks just to see that behind all of that is what's really behind it is brokenness, rejection, the need to be seen, and pride, just all these things. And God is there poking at those things, and he slightly tells you like, hey, you know why this is why you do that? And most of the time, us as Christians, we pass it up. Because why? Like, we don't want to look at that. It's ugly. Like, we don't want to deal with that part of ourselves. Right. But, like, he's an illuminator. He's going to come in and he's going to show you not just, like, because I know, like, when we get the Holy Spirit, we're kind of like, oh, Lord, show me about everyone else's life. God's going to show you about your life first. Mm -hmm. And he's going to poke all those things that you don't want touched. Like, oh, Lord, like, you know, I I serve so much and I do so much because I want to be seen because of some hurt in the past of rejection. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what some people do and the Holy Ghost will see like, hey, you know, I'm glad you're doing these works for me in my kingdom, but this is what you're really doing it for. This is the heart motive behind it. Let's get that Mm -hmm. fixed because I want to take you somewhere and that can't come with you. And he always leads us, he always leads us back to where checking ourselves and checking who we are in him and making sure that we're grounded in him and grounded in his presence and make sure we're walking with him because he wants the best for us. Ultimately, he wants the best for us and he wants us to succeed in life. He wants us to be just like Jesus was. Right. And like how you said that, um, how he wants us to be just like Jesus. See, without the Holy Spirit, we can never know Jesus. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Like the Holy Spirit is what makes Jesus real to us. Exactly. You know, Galatians 5, 22, 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What other person in the Bible displayed that? Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, with he's the one that that makes him so real to us. He he shows us his character. He shows us, you know, his his love, his kindness. You know, like like when Jesus said that I can't always be with you, you know, when he was telling his disciples, but I'm going to leave someone with you the advocate, the helper. He He's going to be the one making Jesus so real with us, meaning like, okay, if I'm going to be, Jesus himself is going to be seated at the right hand of the Father. Do not worry, for I will ask the Father to send someone in my place. I will send someone mm-hmm. for you to always walk with you everywhere you go. You know, So if you always wanted to know who Jesus is or you wanted to be so close with them, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, Right. And like, so then I don't understand why people ask questions like, well, do I need him or why do I need him or what's its what's his purpose in my life? Like you said, one of the things, one of the main purposes of the Holy Ghost is that he makes us like Jesus, like you said. Mm. And what I learned is that like the Holy Ghost wasn't given before Jesus died on the cross because his whole purpose is to make us like Christ. So if he was given before, it was to prepare us for a crucifixion. Mm, right. That's good. Come but on. God wanted us to live a life the way Jesus did after he resurrected. Ooh. So after Jesus came and ascended, after he resurrected and ascended, then the Holy Ghost was given. That's good. Right. And saying that, like, then that this raises the question. Then if that's the case, then how do I receive the Holy Spirit? How do I receive the Holy Spirit? Because that's because a lot of the time, like the Holy Spirit, like at salvation, everyone is given the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm. Everyone is. But it's like, 
there, there's an activation or an infill of the Holy Spirit. Even Jesus said, be baptized in water and of fire, fire. meaning the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So question is, how do I receive the Holy Spirit? Well, one of the things that you had said, like how everyone receives the Holy Ghost when they, when they um, come into Christ, when Jesus was talking to his disciples and he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit, what he was really doing was bringing them back to the garden, mm-hmm. was the way God breathed into Adam's nostrils and brought him back to life. So our dead spirits were then brought back to life. You know, so then that's very different. Uh, receiving the Holy Spirit is receiving in that moment was their cleanliness, their their life back mm-hmm. in God. And the second one to come, which was the Holy Ghost, which was the person of the Holy Ghost that would fill them in Acts chapter 2. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Those are like two different things. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Right. And, and um, I, I love what they did in, in the book of Acts. Like when they, were wa- when they were expecting the Holy Spirit, when Jesus promised them the Holy Spirit, like what did they do? They, they sat and they waited, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they also waited with expectation. I mean, like, I remember when, when I got baptized, when I wanted to receive the Holy Spirit uh, at Outpour 2015, um, it's like I, I really, really wanted it. Because, like, I saw everyone get filled, and I was asking myself, like, God, like, why did everyone else get filled, but I didn't? Because, mind you, like, I, at first, I knew God was with me the whole time, but it's, it's different when you receive, like, this infill of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I, when I asked God, like, God, like, I want this. I want this so bad. Like, that's when I called you, Josh. Um, it's like, it's like the moment you get him, it's like something, something changes in you. Like you feel like you're able to, to grow, you know, you're able to just conquer the world. And so like in that moment, um, I had, I had told Josh, like, Josh, like I, I, I want him. I want him so bad. And he's like, well, how bad do you want him? You know? And I told him like, I wanted him. I wanted him with everything in me. I wanted him with every fiber of my being. You know, so I I went ahead and I asked like Lord, I want the Holy Spirit, I want this infill. And before like before I knew it, like it 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 hit me. Like I just got touched by God. And so as Luke chapter thirteen says, if you uh uh if you then begin being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The reason why you don't receive him is because you don't ask. Mm-hmm. You I know, love that, yeah. James chapter 4, verse 2 says, like, you have not because you ask not. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to ask. But, uh, like, also, um, real quick, like, um, the reason why you don't have him is because you don't ask. But as you ask him, expect. You expect him because when you when you expect, you're asking in faith. You know, yeah. that's why the, the writer James says, like, you have not because you ask amiss. Do not ask amiss. If you wait with expectation, meaning you're having faith in everything that God said. So if God said, if I ask of him to receive the Holy Spirit, then I should believe, okay, God, I'm expecting it. I believe it in faith that if I ask, I'm going to receive the Holy Spirit, you know? Exactly. And uh, going off of that, you know, as like you said, ask for him and believe the Lord will send him. And in John 14, 16, Going back, to, uh, John speaks a lot about the Holy Spirit, but G- it's Jesus. It's Jesus speaking, and he says, "I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Helper." So he asks the Father mm-hmm. to send the Holy Spirit to give the other Helper, and He uh, to be with you forever. So he he does that act in asking right. the Father, and right. He receive and you'll receive Him. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's also another way. I I believe it's and, and it says in Acts, repent from your sins, mm. repenting brings the Holy Spirit because you say, Lord, I am sorry. You turn from your ways, your sinful ways, 
meaning you turn from yourself. Mm-hmm. So now you want the Holy Spirit, you want the Holy Ghost to come into you and to lead you. And it says, it is a promise that we will receive the Holy Spirit. And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So first of all, it's a gift. He mm-hmm. is a gift and he can't be taken from you once you get him. Right. right. And then going on, it says, um, for the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. Right. So it's a promise that we will receive him. Mm. So if we repent, it's already promised that he will come. Right. Mm. So and like DJ says, you got to be expectant, be ready for him, seek seek him, and you want him. Right. And like and like um, how you brought up like repentance and stuff, um, the Holy Spirit will not dwell in an unclean temple. Mm. Like he just won't. Like that's not that's not him. I mean, but. When you say repent, it's like you're wanting him to, like, it's a sense of desperation because when you repent, you're saying, God, like, mm-hmm. I'm hitting a new level. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting you deeply. And so another way you, you receive him is you need to come empty. Right. You mm-hmm. need to come empty. Like Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for, they, uh, for, for righteousness, for they will be filled. Mm-hmm. The, the, that's the reason why he says hunger and thirst yeah. because when you're hungry and you're thirsty like you're reaching a whole nother level of desperation <laughs> yeah like and i just wanted to hit like on another aspect that you said like uh how the holy ghost will not stay in a dirty house mm-hmm. no That's he good. won't stay mm-hmm. in a dirty temple so <laughs> at that point you have two options either start cleaning those things or when the holy ghost comes in he's gonna get them out mm-hmm. right because if you want the Holy Ghost, like you said, he's not going to stay in a dirty temple. So he's either going to clean house or you're going to try to hold on to it. And then y'all are going to just end up parting ways mm-hmm. because the Holy Ghost will not stay like in a place where there's other idols and stuff. He is the only God. He right. wants to be the only one. Right. And he mm-hmm. will always lead you to to that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's he will lead you to repentance. You yeah. know, like the, the what was it? The, the, the love of God will the lead goodness. man to repent. Mm-hmm. The, the goodness of God will lead man to repentance. So he will he will. I'll lead you to repent, but like I said, when you when you come and you repent, it's like you're wanting to get rid of all of these things. Yeah, you're wanting to turn away from your wicked ways, mm-hmm. and and in that moment, that's when you come hungry. That's when you come empty. I remember I was listening to uh, a little spoken word by Daniel Kalenda, um, amazing missionary evangelist. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, uh, created uh, Christ for uh, I think it's Christ for all nations, um, and. And he was, he said a story that he was in a meeting. He was in a church meeting. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually it was like, a, I guess like a tent meeting somewhere in Africa or something. And he was sitting down and he was just, you know, he was seeing like God move in such a powerful way. Um, and then he felt the Holy Spirit tell him this. He said, the Holy Spirit, like the Holy Spirit would never turn anyone away empty. Mm-hmm. Meaning if you want him, like he will never turn you away empty. But unless they come full of themselves. Mm. Mm. The Holy Spirit cannot pour into you what you're not willing to pour out first. Yeah. If if you're like how Josh said if you're holding on to these things, if if you're if you're not wanting to let go, then how can the Holy Spirit live inside of you mm-hmm. if you're not willing to to pour out? Like I'm not saying okay, like you have to get your crap together, you know, you have to come to him fully repent and you pour everything out upon his feet when that happens that's when he'll come in Mm -hmm. and another way that we can receive the holy ghost by scripture it says in acts chapter 8 verse 14 through 17 
Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent, they sent to them Peter and John who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Right. So that's another way that you can receive the Holy Spirit is by the laying on of hands. And, and understand this. When I say that, I don't mean like go to the most anointed person in the world or in the room <laughs> and have them lay their hands on you right. because that's the only way you're going to get it. Like, no, yeah. if, if you as a Christian have the Holy Ghost already, even if you're not a pastor or any of the fivefold evangelist, prophet, preacher, teacher, any <laughs> of the fivefold, yeah. it doesn't matter. If you as a Christian have the Holy Ghost, you have the right to go to somebody else that wants the Holy Ghost, yeah. pray for them, and they will receive him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I remember, and like that, I kind of ties into a little bit about like the slaying of the spirit in a sense, mm-hmm. because what it is, it's people being filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, 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 I read it in a book called "Carriers of the Glory" by David D. Hernandez, and he was describing like a little um, story on how like he he didn't realize that he had the info of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when he went when uh, the pastor was praying for people for who wanted to receive the Holy Spirit. Um, he thought like, well, I guess I have the info of the Holy Spirit. You know, like the pastor had said, like whoever has been filled with the Holy Ghost, like come up to the stage and help me pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit. And so David goes up in front of the stage thinking like, well, I think I have it, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're, start, they are, they're about to pray. And the moment David starts to pray, um, he just felt like this tingle start running through his hand. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like the moment he laid his hand on the person in front of him, like they fell. Mm. And he didn't know what that was. It's like when you're so full of the Holy Spirit in moments like that, the Holy Spirit will just come out of you and just pour into that other person. That's mm-hmm. why when you that's why the Bible says, as you freely receive, you shall also freely give. Yeah. Right. And I know some uh, some of you listening are you know, you may ask the question, um, do I do I know? How do I know I have it? Mm. How have him? You know. Um well even because the the the, um, the Holy Spirit draws near to us, mm-hmm. you know. So if He draws near to us, and we're like, "Oh, I want to read my word today." Well, that's the Holy Spirit encouraging you to read your word, right. encouraging you to pray, encouraging you to become more like Jesus. And so that's how you know you have the Holy Spirit in you. And like DJ said earlier, with the fruits of the Spirit, if you see your life being fruitful and you have the joy of the Lord, the peace of the Lord, that's how you know you have the Spirit as well doesn't necessarily you don't have to manifest speaking in tongues or or laying on hands and healing the sick or doing deliverance you know right. that's one way that that shows that you have this the holy ghost but also when you're attracted to the word of god when you're attracted to his presence when you're attracted to him that's how you know you have the spirit right and like one of the things like cuz you were like talking about the experience that that uh pastor david had mm-hmm. and like i just wanted to like just go off on this and say uh, just like a side note, don't get in your own way of receiving the Holy Ghost. Like, oh, well, I didn't feel fire. Well, I didn't right, feel the wind. Right. I didn't feel like the tingling. I didn't fall out and shake and convulse and start yelling. Don't get in your own way. Everybody manifests differently. Right. You know, when, mm-hmm. when I received the Holy Ghost, I fell and I started speaking in tongues. I've seen other people that I've prayed for, like as soon as I lay hands, you know, they just start speaking in tongues. There's no falling out. They didn't feel anything. They just started speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different ways that the Holy Ghost touches us. We yeah. can't pinpoint it to those things. And like Pastor David had that experience, but he wasn't looking for it. Right? Yeah. He just went up there and was going to pray for somebody. And the Holy Ghost manifested through him the way that he did. Yeah. Right. And like, and 
and that that's one thing that a lot of us have have the issue is like they kind of put us in like in a box like we put the holy spirit in a box like well if i didn't have this kind of encounter then i never received him mm-hmm. like when i re- when i received the holy spirit i was like out like on the floor bawling i was crying i was sobbing i was like i yeah i couldn't keep it together you know um but i have i've had the opportunity to pray for people where they've either fallen in the spirit where they're just like crying mm-hmm. or they will just feel this tingling sensation or like the, like electricity flow yeah. through their body or they'll just feel an immense amount of heat mm-hmm. you know everyone is different everyone will receive the holy ghost in a different way like i know i know we had a pastor um at at our church she was t- going into detail about like how she received the holy spirit and the way she did is like she didn't think she got it she received it through like a um through like a tv because at first like, she was at home all the time and then she would get her church through TV. Well, they made a prayer like an uh, a prayer over the TV and saying, "If you want the Holy Ghost, lay your hand on the, put, touch your touch your hand on the screen." When she did that, nothing happened to her. She didn't cry. She didn't feel this immense amount of heat. She didn't feel this electricity go through her body. She was like, "Wow, like I guess I didn't receive it." Mm-hmm. A week goes by and she gets a dream where someone on fire enters into the room and engulfs the whole room on fire, and she herself is on fire and she just felt heat. But she wasn't getting burned. Mm-hmm. And she felt the spirit of the Lord tell her, like, this is the baptism of the spirit. Yep. Mm. You have been baptized with the spirit of God. Because why? You received it through faith. Right. Exactly. And that's that's literally the thing like that I was going to say is, like, re- you have to receive it through faith. faith. Like, the mm-hmm. Holy Ghost is not limited to, to the feelings that your body can have. Right. Like, we can't limit him to those things. And as well, like, like I wanted to talk about an experience that... Um, Maddie Ray talked about oh, I, when she I, came. She brought the house. She was down. awesome, man. And like, if y'all were with us for Outpour, then you heard the story yeah. and you were there how she was talking about. And for those who don't know, I'm going to say it. She was in her office and she was having lunch and she regularly watched sermons so that she was there just watching a sermon, eating her lunch. And at the pastor, I can't remember who it was at the time, but she was saying that the pastor was like, oh, if you want the Holy Ghost, if you want the Holy Ghost fire, then... Um, shout fire right now right like Mm -hmm. and then that they were gonna do a countdown so they were like three and she's just like oh my god like lord i really want to do this i want the holy ghost but i'm in my office like Mm -hmm. people are gonna think i'm crazy oh my gosh like i don't know and two she's like okay you know what i'm gonna do it i just hope nobody's around (laughs) i'm gonna do it one and she shouted fire at the top of her lungs and she fell out in the power of the holy ghost so like that just goes to show like God can do so many things. Like, who knows when that was really recorded? Right. Yeah. That video, like, that could have been years ago, months ago, whatever. The Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. God is not limited to time. He created time. Exactly. He can come so in good. and out of it as much as he wants. You can watch a video from 10 years ago, and it touched you the same way it touched everybody in that room. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, man, it's Just by believing. Like you said, just by right. taking just that by step faith. of faith. Yeah, like, everything is done through faith. Like, if you want that touch, if you want to receive the Holy Spirit... Receive it by faith. So good. Uh, so now, let's say you receive the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have Him in your life. Now, what's next? So, how do I build relationship with the Holy Spirit? How do I get close to Him? How do I draw near to Him? Mm-hmm. I, I would say make make Him a priority in our lives. When when we seek Him earnestly, when we seek Him, like just making Him that top priority in our life, because God does not like to fight with other things. He doesn't like idols in our way. In in our ways, in our way, you know, he doesn't want anything above him. He's a jealous God. But also in Psalm 63, 1, ESV version says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My 
flesh faints for you as in dry and weary land where the land is no water. Because with us, without the Holy Spirit, we're empty. Ooh. So we have nothing in us. But if we seek him earnestly, if we make him a priority in our life, we're able to just say, Lord, I give you my life. I give you, like we said in the in our, our last, in the Christian Essentials, if we give him this, this, this just this five minutes, what can he do with these five minutes? Right. You know, and if we give him an hour, give him certain amount of time in our day or just even devoting our, ourselves our thoughts to him right it and changes everything and like how you said how, right and how, how you said um you know if you give him the best five minutes of your life like that would change everything mm-hmm. like one thing that you the one way you build relationship with the holy spirit is you got to be real you have to be raw and you have to be intentional you know god is after the heart he's not after you know the performance Right. And I think that's what a lot of people have have a problem doing is is they perform to receive him or to build a relationship with him when in reality it's just you because then you're missing the concept of his unconditional love. It's when he, when you be so real with him, so raw with him, that's when he comes in. Like First Samuel chapter thirteen verse fourteen says, "But uh, you know this is when Samuel when 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 God is looking for uh, when Samuel is going to to Jesse and trying to find uh, the one that God appointed." And when when um, Samuel was going through all of these, uh, all of oh, Jesse's sons, right. you know, the, one was strong, one was smart, one was good looking, like all of these different things. But God said, none of these, you know, mm-hmm. though they're great, but I'm not looking for any of these because I don't care about the outward appearance, but I care about the heart. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so whenever you're with them, be real. He's after you. He's not after what you can do. He's after you. Right. And like um, I know at Valor, where I graduated from, they would always say, God can't bless who you pretend to be. Oh, mm-hmm. that's not even the point I want to make. Right Come, now. On, somebody. <laughs> Come on. Somebody. It's like what, what you said, make him a priority. It's just like anybody that you ha- want to have a deep relationship with. Yeah. Like, how would you feel if you wanted a super deep relationship with your pastor or something and he never, ever treats you like a priority? Mm. He's just always mm. like he sees you. and He walks right by you. He doesn't care to talk to you or you like try to meet, like have a meeting with him. And he's like, oh, well, no, I'm going to go have lunch. No, I'll just see you later. Just like all these things that just like push you off. You'd be like, man, like Mm -hmm. after a while, you're going to get discouraged and be like, man, well, I don't want to come back. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with the Holy Ghost. He's going to continue knocking, but he's not going to keep pushing on you. Like you have to make him a priority. And um, what was was something that you said a little while ago about the being real and intentional? I th- no, mm. no, I don't think it was that. But like that was something I was gonna say. <laughs> on that, oh, just for the side note, for pastors, like we get it. Sometimes you're busy. Yeah. Sometimes like you're you have a lot on your plate. So like whenever you ignore us, I mean we get it. Like there's oh, yeah, just like, times where you don't like, do not it. Not even like just pastors, but like just like just even like a relationship. Right, yeah. right, right. You have a girlfriend, or you know, for for the girls, if you have a boyfriend, yeah. Like how would you feel in your in that relationship if they were like, no, I'm gonna go play games. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you. No, I'm going to go do whatever. Something that they could 100% take care of later. You'd be like, dude, I'm right here. Like, are you Mm -hmm. serious? Like, I just want to spend time with you. Fine, you want to go play games. Let me go play games with you. Just something like that, you know. It's just growing that relationship. And that's how we would grow in our relationship with God is just invite him everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I I literally do this. I'll go to Walmart and be like, Holy Ghost, you want to come with me? It doesn't matter where I'm driving. Holy Ghost, you want to come with me? Mm -hmm. If I'm just at home, like... Oh, Lord, you want to come sit with me? Lord, you want to cook with me? Lord, I'm going to watch this show. You want to watch it with me? Like, I just invite him everywhere, and he'll he'll talk to me. Or, like, whatever. Like, honestly, a lot of times what happens is I forget that I'm really cooking or that I'm watching a show 
because then I end up turning it off and I start like <laughs> talking to him, you know, right. it just yeah. goes that way. It's just being genuine with him. Like you said, it's like every other person. And uh, another way is meditating on his word. Mm. When we meditate on the scriptures and meditating on who he is, especially where even in John 16 and John 14, where it mentions the Holy Spirit, but also looking at Jesus's life and seeing how the Holy Spirit moved in his life. That's how we begin to know how he is, know how he walks and know his nature. Mm-hmm. And um, and I kind of want to go back to a little bit to what Josh had said um, <laughs> about like taking him everywhere you yeah, go. Just, um, one another way you build relationship is you talk to him every day, every day. Like I know there was a time um, I was actually in my room and I was just talking to God. I was like, God, like, what do I do? You know, or like, what do I say? Like, you know, I just didn't like it was a time where I wanted to spend time with them. And I just didn't know anything like I didn't know what to do. And the Holy Spirit told me, like, well, tell me about your day. Well, tell me how your week went. And I said, okay. And so, like, I told him how my week went. I told him what I did. I told him my thoughts. I told him what I was feeling throughout the week. He made me laugh a couple of times. He's like, well, why did you do this? Like, well, you could have done this. And I'm like, okay. Like, God, I get it. Like, I, I get it. Right? But it's like, it's it's relationship, you know? And, and like I said, that's one thing that a lot of people really don't know or really don't know or really truly grasp is that when you when the Holy Spirit wants to go with you and talk to you every single day, every moment of your life, how Josh was saying, like, how would you feel if, like, you know, like, girls, like, your your boyfriend is out there, like, uh, you're wanting to spend time with your boyfriend, and then all of a sudden your boyfriend's like, no, nah, I'm going to go hang out with the guys. Or, no, nah, I'm going to go play games. Or vice versa, like, when, when uh, guys, when you want to hang out with your girlfriend, like, you know, they're, they say, like, oh, no, I'm going to go shopping. Or... Better yet, like, biggest pet peeve is, like, when you're texting them and they don't text back because they're on social media. You know, like, how would how would that make you feel? You know, he wants he wants relationship with you. He wants communion with you. He wants, to, he wants to know about your day and he wants to know about your week. Talk to him every single day. Right. And, like, one of the other ways that, like, we can grow a relationship with him is through prayer and worship. Mm. And, honestly, like, it's not the acts in themselves. Like, now I remember what you were talking about what I wanted to say was about the uh, performance. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like there's like things that people do and then they end up receiving the Holy ghost or they get deeper with the Holy ghost, but understand that those were 100% acts made because of what the Holy ghost ordered. The mm-hmm. Holy ghost said, if you do this, he specifically told them if you do this and they went on and did it. But then now everybody takes that as rule and says, Oh, well, if I run, if I do this, then the Holy ghost will fill me in. We'll get closer. Like, it's not about that. It's about, like, obeying that direction of the Holy Ghost. So, like I said, in, in the acts themselves of prayer and worship, it's not them themselves that brings the Holy Ghost. It's really the intention of the heart and what those things set you up for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's so good. And, like, just setting that up, oh, kind of just going into a little bit of what you said, Josh, about, like, worship and prayer. See, with, like, this kind of even sets us up for our next question. Like, do we need him? Why do we need him? What's his purpose? Like, Without him, you can't even pray. Without mm-hmm. him, you can't even worship. You know, like the Bible says in Psalms 42, verse 7, deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. Mind you, like before the Holy Spirit, what is on the inside of you that's deep? There's nothing deep. If deep calls unto deep, that means the Holy Spirit is calling unto God. Like the Holy Spirit is what draws you into the presence of the Lord. You know, like that's that's the deep, that's the well that you draw from to even know who he is Mm -hmm. without the holy spirit you cannot know god you can't even talk to god you can't even build a relationship with them because 
he is that that intercessor he is that 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 well within you to pour out like without the holy spirit mm-hmm. you can't do any of those things yeah right it's so so good i think even going to it it's um you know a lot i feel like a lot of us ask that question is like what's our purpose in our life mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and the bible specifically says that the spirit searches all things even the deep things of god and he's it um these things are these things are god has revealed to us by his spirit mm-hmm. so the spirit will seek the the will for our life from God. So he will tell us because he seeks it from the Father and he comes to us and <laughs> layovers that message in a sense and tells us what we're called to where we are called. Mm-hmm. You know, so so the spirit seeks those things and tells us what's our purposes and tells us what God wants us to do. So when we in reality we really don't know what God wants to do because unless we have the Holy Ghost. Right. And if we have the Holy Ghost, then we know what he wants us to do in our lives. And he wants us to have fruits of the Spirit. And he wants us to, to pray and to worship. And it, like Josh was saying, it's about the heart of it all. Right. And like, like I just want to go off and say, because you said like, well, how, like, or do we need him? It's, guys, absolutely 100% we need the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost was not needed, why would Jesus even ask the Father why would Jesus even ask the Father to send somebody else if the Holy Ghost was not needed? Guys, there's no way that you can live a Christian life without him. There's no way you can do the works. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can live holy. Right. There's no way you can have communion. Right. There's no way you can even hear God. Let me tell you that. There's no way that you can hear <laughs> yeah. God because the Holy Spirit is the one who's speaking to you because he speaks to you what he's hearing from the Father. Yeah. Right. So if he's the one communicating that, how are you going to hear the Father? Mm-hmm. Mind you, Jesus did everything he did in this earth, like in human flesh as a man. He did everything that he did empowered by the Holy Ghost. The way he lived holy, all the miracles, Mm -hmm. the signs, the wonders, the wisdom, everything. Even the way he taught, everything, everything he did was only solely by the power of the Holy Ghost. Right, like like Jesus was was the one that, Jesus was led into the desert by the The Holy Spirit Spirit in, Mm -hmm. in Matthew chapter, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter four, verse one. Like, the Bible says that he was led by the Spirit into the desert. You can't even go on a fast without the Holy Spirit. How exactly. Josh was saying, like, you can't go, you can't pray, you can't, you can't uh, do any of these signs, miracles, signs, and wonders without the Holy Spirit. Because if you notice, Jesus did all of these miracles, signs, and wonders after he received the Holy Ghost. Right. If Jesus himself received the Holy Spirit and did things out of the power of the Holy Ghost, you can't do anything. How Josh was even saying that even th- like the Holy Spirit is the one that speaks. Yeah. You know, like in uh, in 1 Samuel, I believe, um, it says that, that the Spirit of the Lord spoke through David. In mm. specific moments, the Holy Spirit will speak through you. Like mm-hmm. when it comes with me, um, like if I'm going to preach or I'm going to, you know, even pray for somebody, like I asked the Holy Spirit, like, God, I don't know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I really don't, you know, even like, to be honest with y'all, like even when it comes down to speaking for the podcast, like we don't really know what we're going to say. Like, don't get me wrong. We have everything planned out and stuff, but when it comes down to, to saying it in the midst of it, like we don't know how it's going to go. So we asked the Holy Spirit, like, Lord, speak through us because yeah. we don't know we want, what we're going to say. And sure enough, like, he's the one that's speaking through us. Like, I've been in so many predicaments. Like, like to tell you the truth, um, there's a story. Um, this happened to me years ago over at our youth. Um, I was going to do ministry flow, and I, and I always knew what I was going to say. I always knew what I was going to say. I was prepared. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go, right? Well, 
before like maybe an hour hour and a half before service like we had like since i was a director over one of the the ministries that we had at, at our youth um we were going to introduce like we were going to introduce ourselves as leaders to some of the people that were going to join our teams and i always knew okay like i i can speak i can talk to anybody in that moment i felt like i had no words to say i felt like i didn't know how to talk to people and i was so dumbfounded i'm like God, why can't I just, why can't words just come out of my mouth? You know, why can't I, I speak to them? You know, and then I was scrambling because I had no idea what I was going to say for ministry flow. Mm. And like I, like I said, I, I knew what I was going to say before. I, was, I felt like I was prepared, but I felt like I lost it. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. And so I walked off and I, I walked into a, pri- a little room and I was asking God, like, God, like, what's going on? Like, this has never happened to me before. Like, what is literally going on? And he told me this. He said, what makes you think that you and your own ability can speak? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. He's like, you can't speak without me. I'm the one that gives you the ability to speak. I'm the one that speaks through you. Without me, you cannot do anything. And that left me so dumbfounded. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Lord, I am so sorry. Yeah. Like, in that moment, I repented. I'm like, God, like, you're right. I didn't depend on you, Holy Spirit. I didn't depend on you to speak. I didn't depend on you to to minister to your people. You know, without him, you can't even preach the gospel. You can't do anything without him. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And, like, like I also want to say, um, like, not on that, but, like, the next point is that he's a revealer of what's hidden. Right. Like, because the Bible, honestly, to people who don't have the Holy Ghost, to people who don't ask God to show them, yeah, this this just looks like gibberish. I remember when I wasn't saved yet and I was reading, I was like, what is the point of this? I feel like I'm just reading the dictionary in this <laughs> random weird order. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Years later, I get saved and I'm like, man, how did this not make sense? Mm-hmm. It makes all the sense in the world. This is saying this. God is saying what he's doing here. Well, how do I know that now? It's because of the Holy Ghost. He right. filled me and now I can see what, what I was never able to. And like, even like I was saying earlier, like not only just about his word and about things to come and all of that, but of course he, he also reveals what's in you exactly, and, yeah. and not just the bad things. He won't just point out those issues of your heart, but sometimes you won't even feel like, man, maybe I just don't have what, what God has given me. Maybe, maybe I've just been fooling myself and, and the Holy Ghost is the one that comes in and pulls that out of you. And shows you you do have this. And you have yeah. it because of me. Right. I am your ultimate and unlimited power source. Right. And that That's was so something good, yeah. that was like uh, kind of hard for me to grasp. Like walking in God was that he was my source. Because for so long I did it without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so now good. that I have him, I'm like, well, how do I live? It doesn't, like I kept trying to do things on my own strength. And then when I kept failing and falling, I was like, oh my God, Lord, I want to give up. And he's like, well, of course you want to give up. You're pushing me to the side. Right. I'm everything that you will ever need. I'm all your energy. I'm all your source. I'm all your way. And you're continuing to just push that out of the way. If you'll take me on, I'll take you further than you ever thought you could go. Right, like you can't even, like when it even comes down to deliverance, like you can't pray for anybody in deliverances without him. You know, but like that's for like a whole nother, another topic. Yeah, uh, and just going back to what Josh was saying, it says like in Galatians five sixteen. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Mm. And go like just like Josh says, like the Holy Spirit pulls out those things. So when people ask, like, how do I live in freedom? How do I live pure? How do I live holy? It says, walk in the Spirit, and you, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Right. So if you simply acknowledge the Holy Spirit, if you simply 
live by his by walking by him and knowing that he's your best friend, knowing that he wants everything for you, knowing that he's going to help you seek the Father, knowing that he's going to find the deepest things of the Father and show them to you and show how to walk in purity, show how to live holy, show how to have the power and authority to do deliverances, to heal people, to to call on his name and change the atmospheres where you're in. Right. You know, So, but if we have to live by the Spirit, and it's very hard and people are just like, we're just like, man, Holy Spirit, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but we could only do it by him. Not right. by our strength. And we will get those moments where, where like DJ was saying, where you're just like, why can't I not say anything? Mm. You know, I think we all have had that experience where we can't, where the Holy Spirit shuts us down and says to humble ourselves and say that, that if we do it on, on our own selves, it won't have the same effect or even close to the effect of doing it with him at all. Because then it will just be a human flesh thing of ourselves doing it and the good and the good intention, but it's not anointed. Right. And, like, we're going to close out with this thought. So, like, both you, Josh, and Cody were saying, like, you can't do anything without him. You know, like, how there's these moments where he just humbles you. You know, I remember there's moments where, like, I, I felt like I was doing a thousand things, and I felt like, God, why is everything falling apart? And he gave me a vision of, like, of me trying to build a house. And I was doing it in my own strength, and this house looked terrible. Like, I, like it would just, to me, look like a couple of two-by-fours just put together. You know, and I was just like, yo, God, like, what's going on? And I felt the Holy Spirit tell me, like, well, let me help you. Mm. And I was like, no, God, like, I got it. I got it. And then again, I tried building this house. And I was just like, no, like, I can't. Like, I can't find God. Like, I can't build this house anymore. You know, you take over. And the moment the Holy Spirit took over, I was like, oh, my God. Like, he made such an immaculate house. Like, he was just so beautiful, so perfect. Like, everything was down to the T. And he's like, the reason why you can't do anything is because you're doing it in your own strength. Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you guys, the listeners, is like, what are you guys doing? Are you doing everything? Are you living the Christian lifestyle in your own strength or are you living it for him? Mm. You know, and that's that's a thought I want you to guys to walk away with. Like, are you giving him your everything? Are you really allowing the Holy Spirit to to truly come into your life, wanting to do life with you, wanting to help you live this holy lifestyle that is pleasing and honorable to God? And so what we're going to do is we're going to pray for you. And, and we pray that, that when, when you, um, and that we pray that, that after this, like you have this deep desire to know the Holy Spirit more. That you want to yeah. truly ask God, like, God, I want to know you. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come into my life. You know? So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and start praying. Father, we just thank you for everybody who's listening, God. I pray that you bless their week and continue to just bless them in their lives and with their families, God. Lord, we want to ask you, Lord, that you send the Holy Ghost upon every person who's listening, God. And if they don't desire him, Lord, then I pray that you're around around them to continue and, and move them in that direction to desire you, God. And for those who do desire you, God, I pray that you show them your glory, Lord. Send the Holy Ghost in a way that they cannot contain or control, God. Give us more of a desire to seek you and know you and have you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Whoa, guys, we love y'all. Thank you for listening to episode three of the People's Podcast. Like, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on our Facebook page, The People's Podcast, or follow us on our Instagram page, The Dot People's underscore underscore podcast. We love you, and we will see See y'all next week. Next week. week.